Good morning, afternoon, or evening. We are delighted you're tuning in from wherever you are in the world. If you have a cell phone or any other electronic device, please make sure it's on. Yes, on, charged, and the volume is up. Please also take this time to locate your nearest exit and bathroom. Feel free to pause us at any time. We aren't going anywhere. That being said, sit back and relax. Take a walk, go to the gym, or do whatever satisfies you. And open your ears and minds to listen to Dressing Room Talk. Hello, and welcome to Dressing Room Talk. This is Season 1, Episode 10, The Roadmap Project. And this is our last episode of the season, isn't it, Michaela? It's crazy, but yes, it is. (laughs) It's very exciting and kind of sad, but not really that sad because we have season two to plan for and we are really excited for season two, everybody. We're not going to give away much, so stay tuned. (laughs) At least not yet. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so we kind of wanted to end the season on a project again because our first episode we started with the project so full circle mm-hmm. here at dressing room talk <laughs> um and if you haven't done episode one's project you should and then do this project <laughs> because you'll have a few months to finish said project called the roadmap anywho i came across this project on quarantine in i believe it was june of 2020 uh when Kate Lumpkin, a New York City casting director, shout out to her. She created a platform on Facebook called No Marking, um, which is very fitting for theater artists because we are usually told not to mark, especially in dance classes. No marking, always go full out. No marking with singing, always sing full out. And I feel like no marking just has a great ring to being a theater artist and any kind of artist because we artists cannot go into anything with minimum effort or half effort. We dive in fully. Maximum effort. Maximum effort. (laughs) Deadpool quote. Hey. (laughs) So what a fitting title for a platform, especially during a time of our lives that is really very challenging and unknown for Kate to create this platform on Facebook of free classes and multiple classes every day relating to the theater field specifically was just a treat and so, so, so incredibly helpful. I can't stress enough that if you are 18 or older, please make an account on www.thenomarkingsociety.com. Um, you can still make an account. There's an archive of classes that happened between June and I believe they ended the no marking program around September, August or September. And I mean, just classes upon classes relating to anything that you can think of for everybody related into the theater field. This class specifically really drew my attention because I felt like I was in a place where I was kind of getting a slap in the face over the summer when quarantine hit and everything stopped. I was very much in a hustle mindset in New York City and forgot my purpose and forgot why I do what I do and why I do theater, why I love it. And I feel like this class helped me understand why I do what I do and that I don't just do it for fame or for money, for the spotlight. And that's never been the case. I've always done it for a greater purpose. And I feel like this is just a project that everybody should dive into, especially being a high school student who is thinking about going to college or not thinking about going to college. I think it's wonderful to kind of see all of the things in your mind on paper 
and sort things out because sometimes in your brain and grace and i talk about this a lot our brains work very differently but they're both equally intense (laughs) chaotic is the word i prefer (laughs) yeah yeah i think when when you have all that kind of stuff going on it's nice to just let it out and sometimes writing it down it's there's like a neurological study that writing things down help manifest things and i think it's very true and help like help you work through things and i think doing a project like this and seeing the visual and physically writing it down and physically writing out and making it can really help you categorize your goals and your wants and and your life and think about your life in a bigger picture sense in a healthy way and not feel like oh my god i only have this many years to do this it's it's a healthy approach to like figuring out what you actually want and like and want to do with your life and what you want in life so I took this class. It's a four-week class. It was a class every Thursday, I think, in the month of June. And there were one-hour classes with Kate's sister, um, Collier, I think her name is, Lumpkin. She's amazing (laughs) and really guides you to creating and finding what your roadmap of life is. And I never finished my map. (laughs) I started it and I didn't finish it. And here we are. And I'm ready to take a whole different approach. The classes and the exercises that are a part of the classes are have already gone differently this time around. So I feel like I'm really diving into this project now. And I really want you guys to as well. And I'm really excited about Grace diving in. And Grace is going to start off by talking to us about the first steps of roadmap and what kind of like the definition of that is and like what this whole thing is going to entail. Go ahead, Grace. Yeah, so okay, our goal for this episode is to kind of give you guys step-by-step of how to do it. We highly encourage you to go make an account. And so we're going to kind of go through the steps that we wrote down while we were watching it and then encourage you to complete it. And we will be completing it also and sharing our progress um, with you guys on social media. The big thing about the roadmap um, is that it asks four questions, and each one of those questions is one of the hour-long sessions that she does. The first one is, who am I? The second one is, what do I want? And the third one is, how do I get there? And the fourth one is, what now? So each one of those helps you discover more about what you do and then she gives you exercises to do to help bring out your answers in a way that simplifies them down so that you can make a statement of what you want and who you are and how you get what you want and things like that and it's very helpful and like Michaela said we've been talking about how different our brains are my brain is extremely visual And Michaela's brain is very like word heavy. She always has a lot of noise in her head and I just have a lot of pictures in my head. And so I don't really sit down and do this very often because words are not my strength. And a lot of these exercises are word based. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, I'm going to go through some of the exercises for the first part, which is who am I? Um, The first one was a five minute brainstorm where you just like sit and write whatever you're thinking. The question that she had us write to was, if you could do anything with the next year of your life, what would it be? Like not taking into consider anything and then just writing how you really feel. And so 
um, we sat and we did that. And then she asked us to put that in. If you could make everything you just wrote into one word or a couple words, what would it be? And then she kind of highlights these words throughout the process and shows you that these are the words that you need to be focusing on right now because this is where your brain is going to constantly. So that was the first one. My word was um, expansion. Michaela, what was your word? Untamed. Untamed. Good words, right? (laughs) (laughs) The next activity is an I believe activity is what she called it. Um, And then you pick 20 to 25 um, values and you can just go online and look up a value list. Yeah, core value list. A core value list and just pick out 20 to 25. Um, it's really hard to narrow down 20 to 25. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. We What we did is we just went through a list and wrote down anything we felt close to. And then after doing that, then went through and like eliminated things. I do want to add in really quickly here, sorry to interrupt you, that if you are unable to create an account on www.thenomarkingsociety.com, you can find these exercises in books that Kalia recommended on her class. Do you want to say them, Grace? Um, The first one was called Roadmap, um, and it was by three people, um, Nathan, Brian, and Mike, and that's a physical road trip that they go on where they talk about their um, exploration. And the other one is Career Dreams by Susan Wilson Hewitt. And those were both books that she recommended in the group as well. She also had one in like the third or fourth class that's called Design the Life You Love by Ayise Bursal. I think that's how you say the name. Um, And that's a step-to-step guide building a meaningful future. And the first two that Grace just recommended are more so workbooks. And Career Dreams is more about building your career specifically. And only about that, whereas Roadmap is building your life. And that's kind of what we're talking about today. And that's the project. So we recommend them all. But I think Roadmap is probably the best book for this. Yeah. So the next step that she had us do is of those 20 to 25 words, she had us group them into five groups. It didn't matter how you grouped them. It was however you felt they grouped together. And then from each of those five groups, you had to pick one word that encompassed the theme of that group. And so my words ended up being discovery, passion, logic, vision, and strength. Michaela, you want to share yours? Sure. Uh, Trust, spontaneous, imagination, success, transparency. Yeah. And Michaela said she'd done this before. And this time when she did it, she came up with very different words than she did. How many months ago was that? Nine months ago? Yeah. Well, June. Close to nine months ago. My words were just so much more simpler. They were like, family, believe. And I'm like, whoa, my (laughs) words are so complex now. (laughs) But it's cool to see where you, because your room is kind of always changing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that Michaela and I talked about when we were going through the class is that these are good checks to do regularly mm-hmm. oh, yeah. to see where you're at and what's happening and like if priorities if have changed and just to check to see how you're doing because these are things that I don't do and Michaela loves these. Mm-hmm. She loves doing stuff like this. It's very helpful with acting as well because she can do them with a character. Yeah. Um, and I just don't think about it. I'm just like, I'm me. It's fine. <laughs> Which is great. Like you like should never feel like you have to do something and it's 
it resonates with people and it doesn't, mm-hmm. you know. But I think everyone needs to be challenged to sit down and kind of look at their life in a visual sense and see, like, just have a check-in. See where you're at and where you're going and if you're content and if you need to change things. Because if you're not happy in your career, you should definitely do a roadmap mm-hmm. and figure out what the next five, ten years might look like now. Yeah, and especially with this pandemic that's happening for us currently. Yeah. Our careers are highly in question on what's going to happen. So, and just the arts world in general, it's just, we don't know what's going to happen. And although the vaccine is currently out, it's moving slowly. So it's just like, well, what do we really want now? It's been like nine months. Almost a year for everybody. Yeah. do we still want this? Yeah. What do we want? So it's been really nice to, to like truly think about that. And I have to translate my brain into words, which is not my favorite thing to do, but it's important for me to do. So it's good. That this is making me do that. Um, so the next thing that they had us do for the first important question of who am I? Um, was another five-minute brainstorm, um, and you had to come up with a list of five things you love doing in your everyday life um, with a short phrase next to it that captures the essence of that word in your life. And so she gave us some examples of like hiking because she loved nature, mm-hmm. traveling because she loves to explore, stuff like that. I seriously struggled coming up with five words. I came up with like three and I was like, I don't know if I can come up with another one. I know. Um, And mine are very. Are you going to share? Yeah, I'll share mine. They're just like very (laughs) kind of generic. I I mean, so are mine. Like what you do in a day. Yeah. Um, They're reading, sleeping, driving, eating and shopping. (laughs) Which are. I understand that shopping is like an interesting word to pick, but. That's if your you job. knew me, yeah. you would know I love shopping. Even if I never buy anything for myself, I'm always looking for other people. So mm-hmm. it is something that I find important. <laughs> even though it sounds sad. <laughs> Michaela, you want to share your words? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the same. Singing, traveling, movement, reading, and journaling. It doesn't need to be any more complex than that. It's five things you do every day and that you love and... You definitely try to fit in, and I definitely try to fit in all of those and appreciate them. So I think Grace can say the same. I think things that bring you joy. Yeah. Yeah. And as Michaela and I were doing this, we were sharing our answers with each other, and we were like, yeah, that checks. Like, (laughs) yep, 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 yep. (laughs) Um. Yeah. So so the next part that she had us do, uh, Michaela and I both struggled with a little bit because it was... It brings up a lot. Yeah, you really have to kind of dig into your past and think about things and the things that made you, which is not always easy to do. Mm. And it's called I Am From Activity, and it was based on a poem. What was the author's name? I think you wrote it down, Michaela. Um, Where I'm From by George Ella Lyons. And it was a Mad Lib that you could fill in, but it isn't wasn't like your typical Mad Lib where you just like put a noun or put an adjective or put something in it it was there was you had to think more about it because some of the answers that you had to come up with was like a product name and yeah very descriptive family like 
an important memory with a family member, yeah. like a specific person. And so it was, it was really interesting. It's a deep. <laughs> yeah, it was. We were both like oh. really in it while yeah. we were doing it and trying to be truthful, but also like find an answer yeah. <laughs> that worked. Yeah. Um, and if you aren't watching the videos, we did find the Mad Lib layout online yeah Michaela. there's a template yeah there's a template Michaela you want to say the website for that yeah it's like if you just look up a mad lib of I am from poem it'll say like I am from poem use this template to create your own poem it's www.sousd.us.com and then it's got a bunch of slashes but you should be able to find it on there yeah <laughs> I mean I found it just by googling um I am from poem yeah. And it came Even up. if you don't do any other exercises, I think this one you people yeah. definitely need to do. Yeah. And they're just also all things that can be put in the roadmap that you make later. Yeah. And it's just kind of finding your core of who you are, which is not always easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a it's an hour long class that we took, but we were like pausing it to do the things. Yeah. That's important to bring up, like yeah. to be frank about the fact that I like, think it took us like three hours to get through the first one. Yeah. But Collier only gave you five minutes for each exercise, which like try for some of them to do it in for five minutes because I like don't sit there for an hour on one exercise. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. You know what I mean? It, we want it to be efficient and to keep moving forward. But if you need, you know, 15, 20 minutes on something at most, I would say do that because these don't need to take you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes each exercise. It's not, yeah. it's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the poem took the longest. Yeah. The poem took like a half an hour. Yeah. yeah. There was, it was just like a lot of thinking and falling back into memories and picking the right things. And because you want, you're making a poem. So you have this idea of wanting to make it sound good, but you're also trying to be Truthful. honest. And sometimes the first thing that pops into your head is great. And sometimes it's like, no, that's not going to work. But like, I'm not going to forget that this popped into my head for this exercise for this exercise. Yep. The next thing she did was the voices around me are saying and it was kind of a fill in the blank starting a sentence. And the first one is I should be blank. And the second one is I have to blank. And it was just what kind of automatically popped into your head when those things happened or what you've been told a lot of your life that you've been fighting so things that you think heavily influence you and then the next question was if I listen to these voices what will my life look like in five years which is a hard question to ask like am I listening to the right voices to get what I want out of my life. And then how do you feel about the answers um, to these questions based on what you said, um, if you stay, what the next five years will look like? And the questions are, is my job interesting? Am I challenged? Do I live for the weekend? Do I feel like I am going somewhere in my life? Am I having fun? Who is with me along the way? And am I happy? So things to answer about what you think your life will be like in five years. And then are you happy with the answers? Yeah, y'all, it gets deep. <laughs> trying lot. to keep it light up in here. But, you know, it's it's a, lot of, it's a lot of deep questions that we don't, as humans, get asked often. Mm -hmm. I think 
the sooner you answer and ask the questions, the quicker you'll get to where you want to be and who you want to be. And And the more honest you are with yourself, because it's not always easy to be honest with yourself. Yep. Yes, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) So week two is what do I want? Week one was who am I? This week is what do I want? Uh, Defining, envisioning, and creating your journey. This section is similar to the first section of this whole project where you're kind of taking everything from last like if we were doing this in weeks it would be last week's class and you're circling and highlighting words or phrases that really stood out from that week and fit like who you are and you you basically spend five minutes doing that and so I I think I can tell you right now what I did (laughs) I highlighted the groupings like the the five words that I came up with, like my main five core values. And I just highlighted some of the things I wrote in my poem and highlighted um, the first exercise was if you could do anything with with the next year of your life, what would it be? It doesn't have to be practical or realistic. Did you mention that? Mm-hmm. And so I circled a lot of things that I brought up in there because that was a bit of a journaling exercise as well as like highlighted untamed and Grace's word was expansion. So um, that was fun to do to kind of, again, we're always going back to picking out words that catch our eye and make us feel like this is the person I want to be because this is all focused on gathering information to put in the roadmap and the roadmap's all about future me. Uh, And then do, 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 after you circled, take a list of five things that do not inspire you. So... I wrote down five things that don't inspire me and reasons why they don't inspire me. Um, Just a few are being micromanaged. I don't want people to make me feel like I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) And creating rules that don't really have a purpose. There's just rules. And I'm not greatly passionate about technology. (laughs) It's not my strong suit. I don't really want to have a job where very technology based I don't do well behind a computer for several hours I'm meant to be around people (laughs) um so that was cool and interesting and then she talks about mashing up and the friends in the roadmap book talk a lot about how to build the life that's yours and there's always like a foundation and interests so if there were like three circles and they were all in a Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Venn. <laughs> um, if there's a Venn diagram, think of one that says foundation and interest and interest. And how creative can we get when thinking about the lives that we want? And this time around, we're talking about core interests. But these are 15 things that interest you. That's a lot. It's a lot of things. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I have 15 interests. <laughs> But I did. I had more than 15, which was really cool. Um, For example, history, teaching, um, traveling, nutrition, life coaching, writing, social media, research, acting, singing. Those were some of my things. And now we got to mash them up and kind of try to like see what could fit together which was fun so I put like singing and traveling next to each other because that made sense to me like being a traveling performer is like something that I want to do 
yoga and teaching kind of grouped in together because I'm thinking about being a certified yoga instructor like my sis. Um, so it was cool to like mash up different ones and see if anything new or exciting could come out of them. And um, the next question is, what am I willing to give up for an extended period of time to get where I want to go or to get to what I want to do? And we took an occupation column and we took an interest column. And with all of the mashups, we made an occupation that maybe exists or doesn't exist that you kind of create on your own, which was exciting. So like I said, like the yoga teaching, that's pretty self-explanatory. That could be, you could be a yoga instructor, singer and traveling, traveling singer, you know, stuff like that. And I had like writing and networking together. And I, I've always wanted to write my own music and somehow reach people in that way. So those made sense to me. And it's like, there's no rules, you know what I mean? There's no like, it's you can think outside the box and even if there might not be a career like that there might actually be especially in our generation now there's there's several careers that are just happening and people are creating and it's really exciting to watch and see people making like really good money doing careers that they came up with and that they love be right back with more after this uh, and then this is actually a really interesting exercise to do. I remember doing this last time I did Roadmap. I reached out to my college professor and my mentor, Jessica Hillman McCord, and I asked to interview her. And this part is about listing five people who have lives you admire and especially who overlap with your interests and desires. Who has the life that you love and that you envy and that you may enjoy having? What is their career? What does that look like? And interview them. And now that we have this kind of shape of the journey, this interview is going to help build upon the next week and like next week's exercises and what's what's to come to put in the roadmap. So I did set up a interview with Jessica and we talked for an hour and I asked her the questions that were in the interview template. And just a few are what were the first steps to, you took to get your job? How does your job affect your general lifestyle? What current issues or trends in the field should I know about? And like, how do you spend a typical day? Um, it's kind of cool to talk to someone more deeply about what they do, even if it's something that you never thought you would consider doing and you're not even doing right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be related to theater. Mine, want, I wanted mine to be related to theater because that, that is my core interest, my, my true passion and what I want to be doing. And I've always thought about teaching acting. So reaching out to my professor was like perfect for me. And I also reached out to an actor who recently got off of the waitress tour. I wasn't able to interview her, but I wanted to talk to her about like life on tour and being an actor and working your way up in the field and like how to get your equity card and like what does that mean and like where her career is going and stuff like that. So super, super helpful to take those next steps and actually interview someone and then briefly just talking about the next two weeks of this crazy roadmap project <laughs> that takes five ever but is totally worth the work um the next class would be how do i get that risk regret your choice once you do that interview you pull and highlight again words and phrases that really stand out from the interview and then five minute brainstorm about where you're going it's time to finalize the timeline of your roadmap and start to think about what is the roadmap that you want to create 
for? Is it for the next five years? Is it for the next six months, two years, 10 years, 20 years? Um, because it's a pandemic, our instructor highly recommended doing the next 10 years because things are just very unknown. But I think for something like this, 10 years makes more sense to see your life in a broader sense than kind of pigeonhole yourself in the next five years and think about all the things that you want to do in the next five years I think the longer your timeline is the better for the roadmap and the bigger the roadmap is and the more you can like really see everything and not get overwhelmed like me (laughs) because I get overwhelmed when it's just five years I'm like oh my god so many things need to happen in five years and like uh, and 10 years makes you feel a little like oh okay we got 10 years (laughs) like we can do this you know and the little exercise that she asked us to do was in blank years I will be blank I will feel blank, I will know blank, and I will be moving towards blank. So that is the next little five-minute brainstorm. And then the design process of said roadmap. Deconstruction, point of view, reconstruction, expression. Um, She brought up the idea of like a food, like if you want to think about what is a food that's super complex to make? We do it all the time here. We we eat together all the time. <laughs> all the foods complex. I mean, that has a lot of steps. That has a lot of steps. Yes. Any kind of like homemade cake cookies can be very finicky sometimes. Yeah. So if we were going to bake like a certain kind of homemade cake, there's so many pieces to that cake, and in the deconstruction process of the design process of said map. You have to think about the pieces in your life that make you who you want to be and who you're becoming. Not the life that you have today. Not related to that at all. So your future life, deconstruct. Uh, She made us put my life in a circle and with lines and other circles like a Venn diagram, figure out all the things that make up your future life and what you want and what does that mean and deconstruct all of the pieces. Not just physical, not just emotional. Like relational and active and like everything that you can think of career-based you know all those things i have my grace can see it's really uh, <laughs> large <laughs> my vendor is like super big uh so what makes like the whole you and then dividing that into four quadrants which can be divided into emotional physical intellectual spiritual or like career personal relational active so with all of those words that you just put down in the venn diagram of my life you kind of the same thing with uh the core values narrowing down you like narrow them down into specific sections which is very difficult to do but exciting And then the big and fun thing that comes next that kind of wraps up this whole project is metaphor. What is my metaphor for my roadmap of life? My metaphor for my future life. How will I feel? What will I feel? This roadmap might look like your metaphor because seeing the visual can help guide you, but it does not have to. So for example, what I mean by that is um, if you look up roadmaps on Google like simply roadmaps and go under images and look at all the different stuff that comes up, you'll see that some people's roadmaps are pretty to the point where it's just kind of lines and circle that Venn diagram idea of breaking up into certain sections and certain words and that's the roadmap and it's it's a bunch of words and bubbles and that's about it. There's some color, not much to it though. But then some of these roadmaps are gorgeous, freaking gorgeous. <laughs> they are. <laughs> and you'll see like, a whole person drawn out with 
like words coming out of their different facial features and there's certain meaning behind why that word is coming out of their ear or their nose and then you'll see pictures of like a literal mountain like someone recreated a mountain and wrote words climbing up the mountain and I mean people get so creative with this stuff or they'll take a physical object and make the map with the physical object so you I mean you can expand your mind you can do whatever it is you feel resonates best with you and examples are uh, she talked about someone's metaphor for their map was a tree, a seashell, a beehive, you know, a chair. Like she talked about someone's metaphor was a chair in their room because they constantly stack up their clothes on the chair and the chair has a lot of meaning because they're like stacking up things on their life and not paying attention. And it's just like you can get super deep with it. And that's... um cool or like a golf game or people have done like an amusement park like a golf game you know the balls are going all over the place and sometimes you get a hole in one and that means like you're successful or you you found the right match or you found what you needed to do with your life but then sometimes you have to hit the ball eight times for it to even get on the green and you're like oh my god why can't I (laughs) figure my life out (laughs) so there's it's kind of cool what you can come up with that has a metaphor for your life So I would definitely consider spending some time, probably more than five minutes, to think about the things that resonate with you and that could potentially be a metaphor. Do you want to share your metaphor? Do you have a metaphor? I So I think I'm going to change mine. But mine was the the trail that I ran a lot in cross-country. I can't remember what trail it was specifically. But I ran cross-country for seven years and we always went to this one course that I loved – And I felt like a lot of me was there and a lot of me was changing every time I went to the trail, even though I constantly had to keep running it. (laughs) And I feel like a trail is a good one because there are markings on the ground to tell you where to go, but sometimes you can veer off the path. And that to me is like kind of how I felt in June. I felt like I was veering off the path and like getting back on the trail in a different way that has a lot of meaning to life and stuff like that um but I'm gonna change it this time around I have ideas I'm not sure what I'm gonna do yet yeah Grace do you want to share what you have been thinking about doing for yours yeah so I'm gonna do a book um I'm gonna get an old book and remake it kind of and my metaphor is I don't know if metaphor is the correct term to use for what I feel but I guess like the book is a metaphor for my life, but like story of my life, story of my future, um, different pages, like moving forward is kind of what I'm thinking. And so I'm going to head on over to the Goodwill and get me a book and kind of remake it, tear it apart, add some things, throw some paint on it, write some stuff probably put fabric in it because I'm a costume designer and I have so much fabric and I love fabric. So that's probably going to happen. But yeah, so I think it's going to be a book and I'm reading all the time. Makes sense to you. Yeah. Michaela was like doing videos earlier for self tapes, self tapes. And she was like, I'm going to be doing this. What are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to make food and read. And she was like, right. So I thought, (laughs) so yeah. And you like, don't get, (laughs) distracted it's very confusing what do you mean well you just like you get enthralled in a book and you don't your whole attention goes there like I felt like I was gonna (laughs) bother you by screlting and you're like no Hmm. it didn't bother me at all yeah she gets very 
into books. It's cool. I'm a story gal. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. So that's what happens next. And um, then the last part, to be honest with you, is SMART goals. Uh, these are three goals that you write down to start moving you towards your roadmap life goals that you can accomplish in the next month. So these have to be goals in the immediate. This is the only thing that's related to in the media for the roadmap. And they have to be SMART, which is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based. Other than that, once you have all of that information, you start to go and start to truly physically make the map. They recommend magazines, scissors, glue, markers, crayons, paper, paint, anything that inspires your creativity. I mean, Grace is getting a literal book (laughs) and using that. And um, the pieces of the map all together include compass rows, destinations, rest stops, routes, your guiding statement, and your SMART goals, and whatever those mean to you. And you'll figure those out as you do all of this work. But it's... It's a bear to tackle this project. <laughs> We're not going to lie. It's not, it's not going to be easy. And it's, it takes a lot of thinking. And I remember getting very frustrated in June. And I had to take a break from the class and go back to it two weeks later because there was just a lot to think about. And I wasn't asking myself those kinds of questions. I never really had asked myself those kind of questions before. Like I'm, I've always been a good intuitive person and I've been good at writing out my thoughts and writing out my feelings about the now and the future and the past. But some of these questions I've never heard before, and I was getting very anxious about them, especially being in class when people were, it was a Zoom or a Facebook Live, and people were responding as the class was going on and putting their ideas down. And I was like, I don't have those ideas. My ideas aren't as good as them. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I want in the next 10 years. I don't know. And it's like, you can't, (laughs) can't freak out. Like, that's not the point. The point of this is to just check in and Put your mind at ease about what's to come and what you want and that you can have everything you want and it's attainable, especially within a long time period, which is why we highly recommend the you know five to ten year roadmap rather than a two year to five year. You know, it's that jump and that time jump makes a big difference in what you start to think about for your life. And then you can put it up in your room or put it under your bed and never look at it again or whatever you feel that you need to do. There's nothing wrong. There's no right or wrong way to approach this, but I think it's super beneficial to see everything. Yeah. And it's like, don't feel pressured to be extremely creative with it either. This is a representation of you and what you want. So it shouldn't be something that you're not. So just don't feel a lot of pressure to be doing some amazing piece of artwork like you see when you google it it's whatever you need to help you get through it and you see and feel connected to it it's good advice (laughs) yeah it's those those projects on google are intimidating (laughs) and the one she showed in class i'm like oh my god mine has to look just like that no (laughs) it's you yours is unique to you and I definitely found that doing it with a friend is so much easier as well. Doing it with someone to hold you accountable for fully completing the exercises and not getting wrapped up in your head and not worrying about anything. I highly recommend sitting down with a friend and doing this and really diving in and sharing your answers and being supportive of one another because it's it's life and it's important to talk about this kinds of stuff because we just don't talk about it enough. And this is what makes or breaks you (laughs) are these questions and Mm -hmm. getting deep because you don't want to be in a job that you hate 
and you don't want to be living for the weekends like we talked about earlier. You want to live a full, joyful, content life. And that means really sitting down and thinking about the things that you want and manifesting them. Yeah. And not being um, afraid of them. Well, I mean, you can be afraid. You can be afraid, <laughs> but you like it's like building up your armor to be brave. Yeah. You know? I, I truly wish I had this project in high school and in college and now. Like, I mm-hmm. wish I'd done it three times already to kind mm-hmm. of see where you were at, where I'm at. Yeah. And even in high school when I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Is this really what I want? Is this just a hobby? I don't know. Like, I love doing this. <laughs> I'm so confused. Yeah. You know, it's it's important. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we get told that we need to have goals in life a lot mm-hmm. and that, um, but like nobody really tells you how to make those goals. Right. Approach them. And for people that are creative, like it makes sense for us to approach goals in a creative way. So I'm really excited to do this because I haven't done it before. Michaela and I talked about doing this for our last episode of the season. And I was like, like, I want to do it. And then we sat down and started doing it. And I was like, wow, I don't do this. <laughs> it's a challenge. But, it's even no. a challenge for someone like me who does ask the questions. Well, this is know? a big project. I mean, yeah. the class is a month long. Mm-hmm. And then we're hoping to be back in about three months with season two. So that's the amount of time we're giving ourselves. So we're going to give ourselves a little more time to sit in it. And our schedules are also getting kind of hectic. So we can really only dedicate short amounts of time to this at a time, but Mm -hmm. we're excited and we want you to share your results with us as well. Our first episode of season two will be us talking about what our maps are, um, what our maps are and sharing it and kind of talking about what we discovered about ourselves and each other because we're doing it together. Um, and we want you guys to share that with us too. So yeah. And tell us if you're having a moment and you're mm-hmm. frustrated or if it's hard or if you really want to give up or you don't think it's a good idea. Like we're here to listen to all of your feedback. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we agree. <laughs> Most likely we agree. And we want to help you figure out how to manifest your dreams and start thinking about the future in a healthy way because it's important to not live in the future and not live in the past. We should always be living in the present, but I think it doesn't hurt to start to ponder about the things that you want and working towards that slowly, baby steps. You don't yep. have to accomplish everything in one day or one year. You know, it's. Your whole lifetime. Like, yeah, it's not like a step by step of no. like how I'm going to get there. It's just the things that you want yeah. and the things that you know you'll have to do if you want those things, but not like today I'm going to do this and then tomorrow I'm going to do this and then by next week I'm going to have this. Like it's too that's too specific. Life throws too many curveballs. Curveballs you can't handle that like it's just not healthy to try and do that so it's very broad term of things that you want in your life yeah and with that we're done yeah we did it (laughs) we did the thing okay so everybody please please (laughs) i feel like you add a please every week you're like please 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 like a please is added (laughs) please give us a review on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> give us a like on Facebook, which is Dressing Room Talk Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Dressing Room Talk Pod. Shoot us an email. Ask us a question. Tell us your you hate our podcast or you love our podcast. <laughs> Just like shoot us an email. Let us know what's <sighs> up. 
Um, our email is askmg at puddledropmedia.com. Michaela, what's our website? Puddledropmedia.com slash dressing room talk. Check us out. Check us check out our episode descriptions, our playlist we got going on there from my sister uh, who shared her yoga playlist and um, the book recommendations that we get from our guests and all those kinds of things. Please check us out and check out Puddle Drop Media Services, aka our king. Uncle Jim, our producer, our editor, our everything. God, our everything. <laughs> <laughs> he is very talented and his talents need to be used. And if you need any kind of help regarding that kind of stuff, please reach out to him and check out his section of the website as well. <laughs> and with that said, guys, we will see you next season. We're so excited. Please keep in touch. This is only a pause. And with that, I'm Michaela. I'm Grace, and, and this, this is Dressing Room Talk. Room Talk. <laughs>